The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today, Jenny Allen encourages everyone to follow God to a life of purpose and freedom because you were made for this. And what I've seen is interesting. In the last five years, I've actually seen women move from that despairing place of not knowing if they have any gifts to actually using them and to, to, to doing things that scare them a little bit. And they're, and they're watching God move and they're hungry for more and they want to see um, what else God could do with their lives. I think you're glad to see us, and we appreciate that. Thank you. Made for this. What a beautiful cover. And uh, I think that's Thomas Nelson. Uh, they published uh, some of my earliest books. They published my biography. My biography was written by a man uh, that was uh, uh, named uh, Jerry Jenkins. And uh, he only went on to write and sell about 50 million other books. Uh, it's, uh, he became quite the writer. And that was one of the first books he ever did. And I praise the Lord for it. By the way, Peter Jenkins, who, who uh, wrote uh, Walk Across America, was saved coming to make fun of the crusade in Mobile, Alabama, and got saved. Wrote one of the greatest bestsellers ever written. And National Geographic published the only story, that conversion that happened in Mobile, the only Christian witness ever in National Geographic, telling people how to come to Jesus. So that's, that's quite a remarkable thing. And you know how that happens? What Jenny Allen talks about. When you understand you're made for something mm -hmm. and you find your way into that something, which is kingdom living. I, I don't know how you can put it any clearer than Jesus put it. If you want to find life, now think about what he's saying. If you really want to find life, don't we? And he said, I'm come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Where do you get it? He said, lose your life in my purpose and you find it. Hold on to it. You'll never find it. You'll just exist. And she says, we're made for this 40 days to living your purpose. Taking us on a journey to help us live according to purpose. Would you welcome Jenny Allen to life today? Glad to see you. Great to be here. And the IF gatherings. Yep. How long have you been doing the IF gatherings? We just had our sixth gathering, and so we've been doing this for about six years, and it's just really special. A lot of women all over the world, they come together for two days, and we talk about Jesus, and we open his word, and we try to figure out together what does it look like for us to live for God, to live out the purposes God has for us, and, and it's it's fun. Well, now are you going to do other, are you going to do more of them, or are you going to keep So what's like... cool about technology, which right. I know you know, <laughs> yeah. is yeah. you can reach a lot of people with that, and so we really have found um, 
the fact that we host one big gathering in Dallas in February, and then what happens is all of these women all over the world in several different countries, um, and almost every city in the U.S., they, they say, I'm going to host this. And, and so it's cool. We've multiplied our events just on that weekend and throughout the year that way. And so you, by, by like writing this, is it like putting them through kind of like an if gathering or putting them through a seminar that actually takes them on a journey? Because I noticed that it is, it is in many ways like a, a study guide, not only inspiration, not only a book, not only things written to teach yeah. and biblical truth, but you actually look like you're taking them through a process that literally leads them into finding purpose. Yeah, I think so often it's hard It's hard to even know how we're doing. You know, when somebody asks me, like yesterday, I was in my small group, and they're like, how are you doing? I was like, I need to think about that for a minute. I mean, we just don't have a lot of time to process our lives. And so I love the idea of just setting apart a little short season in your life, not to navel gaze or to think too much about yourself, but to really think about the way, the unique things that God's given you and, and how could you use those in creative ways to serve other people and to serve God. And it's not something else we have to do. In fact, so often we think it's our purpose is way out there somewhere. We've got to work to find it, labor to find it. I think so often it's just threaded through our everyday life, through the gifts God's put in our life, the, the people he's put in our life, the places he set us. And so it is, it's self-reflection, but it's, um, it's for the purpose of understanding ourselves better. And I think that we all need to do that um, before we're effective at helping other people. Um, we got to know what, what, what do we have? You know, I think of the talents um, that, that God gave each of them talents and they were responsible to steward that. And so I think of that for myself too. I wanted to be sure um, what are the things God's given me and am I blessing other people with them and am I building his kingdom with it? Do you have a lot of women come and ask you questions that sow the seeds that, that are provocative oh. in your mind and yes. cause you to go off on a journey to try to find answers for them is can you give us some idea of what kind of things you hear that yeah. that are very very let's say resonant in women very present uh, and sometimes problematic and they come and talk to you because you appear to to care. Probably it's not like they know you have all the answers, but there must be a care that's obvious. I see it in yeah. your countenance that you yeah. care. So what do you, what do you hear from them that, that moves you? I care so much. That's the thing. I, I do. I feel this just burden um, to see um, women. You know, I, I think about how before we know it, you know, we're going to be in heaven with God. And I, I just so want our generation to spend our lives well. And, and so I watch women and I see them doubt themselves. I see them wonder if they're doing anything that's important when they're doing such important things. I see them um, consider that, you know, they're, they're lonely and they don't know how to build community. They don't know, you know, I think we live in a world that's more isolated than it's ever been. And so in so many different ways, they feel stuck and they want to move through that. But and they're aching to move through that. And so for me, you know, that I, I was a cheerleader in high school and college. <laughs> and so I feel like that's just my perpetual role through life, right? It's like to believe, I, I genuinely believe in women. I just believe that God is is in them and moving through them and, and that they're capable of so much and that he wants to set them free. And so I see the things that are binding them up, you know, and I'm like, I'm part cheerleader and part like... <laughs> Come on, like boot camp girl, like let's go, let's fix it. I mean, we can we can live differently. And so 
have seen that happen. And, and what I've seen is interesting. In the last five years, I've actually seen women move from that despairing place of not knowing um, if they have any gifts to actually using them and to, to, to doing things that scare them a little bit. And they're, and they're watching God move and they're hungry for more and they want to see um, what else God could do with their lives. And, you know, it's just, it's surrender and obedience. You know, this is, this is what it is. And, and as we do that, as we surrender and obey, God shows up. Do you feel like you're seeing, excuse me. No, that's okay. Do you feel like you're seeing people, these women actually lose their life in his purpose? Yes. You're looking for it. And so when they do that, they find it. And you're saying that you're seeing women that you think at a better place. When you look at it, I think most people would say, it looks like it's just the worst times ever. All this, all we hear, there's more hate, more animosity. As it looks like when people disagree, uh, they don't just want to prove a point. They want to destroy the other person. And what here, here's the thing you need to understand. What the enemy's doing is he's showing you how ugly his hand is. He's overplayed his hand. Mm -hmm. And he's showing you the end result of all that that deception and that dissension and that division and that spirit of destruction, it's actually a spirit of murder. And, and really and truly, the enemy side doesn't just want to uh, uh, prove their point or defeat you. The enemy wants to destroy not just you, but the purpose of God in your life. Wants to destroy you living your purpose. The, the real assault by the enemy is not as much against you as it's the purpose of God in you. That's what he's fighting. And so you're seeing all of this, but now what I'm seeing, and see, I work with all these leaders, these, these preachers, these ministers, and of all things from all these different denominations, all the people that have come through here to, to say years ago that you would have as a, as a Bible Baptist, you know, real strong fundamental Baptist. Jerry Falwell said, you make all of us fundamentalists look like a bunch of liberals. You're so strong, James. You make Rush Limbaugh look like a liberal. You're so strong. <laughs> and now then they look and you see, here sits a Pentecostal, a charismatic, here are all these different people, a church of Christ sitting here, all these leaders, and you see them loving one another. It's not a matter of we just came in here to talk about what we have on television to offer. They are actually learning to love one another. I am seeing this. You are telling us yeah. because in our conversation together, you said to me and Betty, I'm seeing women get better. Yeah. We know marriage is under attack, but a lot of things are swinging in a very positive direction. Would you say like an answer to Jesus' prayer that we might actually begin to be what he prayed we'd be? I see the church growing, healthy, thriving. When I get on the road and when I face, you know, when I look in people's eyes, I'm not seeing this weakness of faith. I'm seeing the strengthening of faith and people that love God are sincerely loving him and they're spending their lives, you know, on the gospel. It's, I, I am so full of hope. If you do turn on the news or look at the internet, it's very despairing, but that's a, that's a few loud voices. Mm -hmm. When you go to a church and you see um, the movement of the spirit through people in a community, in a city, and you see churches thriving and growing in cities like Seattle, Portland, Oregon is our third largest place where if gathering happens. More people watch in Port Portland, Oregon is considered one of the darkest places in the world. I'm like, God is on the move. You you cannot limit him. And, and I think we get discouraged because we do hear a few voices and we do have more information than we've ever had. But when we look in people's eyes, we are so encouraged. And, and it's that whole thing that you were talking about, lose your life. It's, it's surrender. They, they just want what God wants. And they want to spend their lives well. And, and that's where I'm so encouraged. And I want to do everything I can to equip women like that that are just saying, I want to, I want to, 
I want to make disciples. I want to invest in other people. And so I spend my life like making tools, helping them, you know, fish, helping them do what they do and in their places. And do you, do you see when you show these women and you offer hope to them that most of the time their purpose is right where they are at, Absolutely. That, at that time in their lives, in the home, at work, at at the grocery store, anywhere they go, God's purpose can work in them. And yes. then we have different seasons in life where God might move us. Right. But we need to start right where we are and, and let God reveal His purpose. To oh, us. I think we think it's some big thing yeah. when the best parts of life, and I know I'll get to heaven. I know I've gotten to write books and lead things, but I know I'm going to get to heaven. And it's the girls that I've discipled over years. That's going to be the greatest work of my life. It's going to be, it was what Jesus' most important work was. And I think when we do, when we see what's right in front of us and we actually believe that God could use us in our places with our people, um, that's the, when the magic happens. Because, you know, if I think of the five people that have changed my life, they're not famous people. They're people that have sat with me over coffee, listened to my struggles, counseled me, showed me Jesus, opened their Bible, taught me how to study it. Those are the people that have changed my life. So I, that's my prayer is that this, this fire would, would set free and it wouldn't be through um, big people doing big things. It'd be through neighborhoods and coffee shops and universities and, and, and through the church. That's what God don't you love? Don't you love her <laughs> spirit? Don't, don't you love the, the zeal, the enthusiasm, and the joy? I, I love it. You know, you went through a point in time in your life Mm -hmm. when you had some doubts. What, what led that? What led yeah. to that? Yeah, this is actually recently. And I think it was just, you know, I think it was a season. Even after you've been a successful teacher. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. And I, I would have ever guessed it. I, I, I love Jesus so sincerely. Um, this isn't some game to me where I, you know, I'm going to write a book or, or I wanted to speak. I actually was scared of those things. I really loved God and I wanted him, um, to be pleased with my life. And I, and I think it was just a season of attack where, you know, the, the devil loves to go unnoticed. You know, he sneaks in quietly and subtly and he kind of just starts whispering things and he whispered doubt and, and, it, and he whispered it long enough and I never spoke it out loud um, that it began to take root. And I just, I began, what happened was I would still preach and I preached with integrity because, you know, faith is the evidence of things hoped for and, and the substance of things unseen. And so when I think about that, I was standing on the evidence of hope, but there was this subtle fear that began to grow of what if it just fades to black? What if it's just not true? And, and then that little doubt grew and grew and it began to make me complacent. And you know, there, I, and this is why I care is, is there's real results to the bondage that the enemy desires for us, right? You begin to change your, the things about your life and I began to hold back. And, and so, yeah, I think there's a real war. So how'd you break through that? What, what? Man, so yeah, I, it was a series of things that God recommends. <laughs> He's so kind to not, you know, bang us over the head. But he, but he knows that the best way for us to live is in the light. Um, the first breakthrough was confessing, was just saying, hey, this is something that I'm struggling with, with safe people that, that love me um, and their encouragement. We prayed and we fasted. And, and that was a series of months that we prayed and fasted. And, um, and I'm telling you. So you were able to share with some others yes. that you trusted that you were going through a, yeah. a battle. I think yeah. that's so important to have that shoulder to lean on. Yeah. I try to tell our viewers and even our audience when they're here that uh, we all need a shoulder to lean on, but I would encourage everyone to seek to reach a point where you become a shoulder for someone to lean on. Because the Lord says if we'll get in the yoke with him, he'll 
make the load light <clears throat> in a sense of the word when those people you shared with began to get in that mm -hmm. load with you they were yes. walking as a, one in his purpose mm -hmm. to help you through that mm -hmm. battle and do you not think that was really really important that they were there oh i mean i think that 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 moment for me it, you know confirmed james where it talks about living in the light. I mean, we were not meant to, um, to, to, you know, I just think the enemy loves a man alone, you know, like put someone in the dark alone and they're vulnerable. And, and I think that's where I fought, I, the fight began for me when I was honest about it and brought other people into it. Praise the Lord. Okay, so if you want people to go online and get made uh, for this because you want them living their purpose, uh, what do you think would happen if they would go through this? Is this something like they can actually do reasonably in 40 days? Yeah, a few minutes it? a day. I mean, I, you know, who, who I actually had in mind when we did this format is um, college girls, young women. Um, I just think of, you know, perhaps daughters of people that are watching right now because there there is this overwhelmed nature to some you know, the, to, to open a big book. And so I wanted to give it in a format that was bite-sized and that anybody could do it. Um, and so, and then I also think of, of women later in life that think, gosh, what's next for me? You know, my kids are out of the house. Um, what, what does God have for me next? And, and so I think helping people dream is, is my heart for it's that. It's a great gift for, for grandchildren who are uh, about to go to college or graduate from college, great graduation gift. Uh, coming up, you can just find all kind of occasions to give it, and uh, you know I think you go through these forty days be a tremendous blessing because Jenny has the anointing of God on her life, and so I really recommend that you get it. And the F conference uh, are they normally going to be held in February? Is that kind of yeah, an annual? Yeah, we are the second weekend of February every year, <laughs> but you can go and watch. Um, some of our teaching throughout the year. Yeah, and is this something that once people go through, they could kind of start sharing this themselves and kind of have little gatherings yes. around what you're sharing? I think that's part of the fun. Again, I just see myself as a tool builder. You know, there's an army of people that are saying, yeah, I want to use my life well and spend it well. And so all I do is just try to build things for them to do that and to bring their neighbors and friends together. And You're trying to cheer on a winning I team. Am. Yeah, I Jesus, am. I believe in them. Jesus called it the body of Christ yes. and the gates of hell don't need to win. Right. Don't you think the gates of hell have won long enough in too many areas of our life, like academics, education, entertainment, political? Don't you think it's enough? Well, do you like what you're hearing? Would you like to say thanks to Jenny? Thank you very much. Thank you. Jenny, our viewers uh, carry us. They literally do. They, uh, they, uh, we show them a need, and I say opportunity rather than need, and they say, we'll take that. We, we'll, we'll notice that least of these. We'll lighten that load. We'll give a drink of water. We'll give a cup of water. We'll give more than a cup of water. We'll give a well of water. We, we'll set captives free. That's what we're doing right now. This is the last week of rescue life for this emphasis this time. You know, just another day. This is about the end right here. Would you please watch closely, prayerfully, and then you become the miracle that's needed because you can be. You're the miracle that God uses right now. Watch closely. Do you remember being 10 years old? Old enough to begin understanding the world around you 
but still young enough to be truly innocent and beautifully carefree. What if that 10-year-old you collided head-on with something so vile and horrific that it turns the stomach of even your adult self? That's the reality that Chance Ray lives in. The evening hours bring more people to the streets, increasing their chances at making money. But it also puts Shan Srey and her younger siblings in grave danger. At 10 years old, Chance Ray had become the property of human traffickers, forced to service clients and threatened with the darkest perversions the minds of her captors could conceive. After months of confinement, she managed to escape, but the nightmare wasn't over. This unrelenting storm of poverty, abuse, and vulnerability has resulted in Chance Ray being captured and exploited by human traffickers four more times in the last year. And Chance Ray is just one of many girls whose tender voices cry out from the shadows of unthinkable depravity, desperate to be heard, praying to be set free. Betty, what goes on in your mind and heart when you watch and see the reality of such an awful situation? I, I, can, hardly, I can hardly watch it myself because I think about that precious little 10-year-old girl. She's just a baby and these adults, supposed to be adults, take advantage of her. They drug her, and then they take advantage of her and make her do things that she's never even heard of or seen or experienced before. It's so horrible. But if we don't do something to help them, who will? That's my question to you. We've got to help these precious little children, help them out of this bondage and this cruelty that's being put on them. Please join with us and let's do that. Well, let me just say, Betty, because viewers like you said, yes, we'll help. We've been able to see that little girl totally set free and cared for right now and in total place of restoration because people who watch this program said we will help. And right now, we're asking you, in the last week of uh, this Mission Rescue Life for this, this phase right here, this is our last week to ask for your help we have a matching gift from people who were so moved by the need and the opportunity and the effectiveness of this love that doesn't fail that they put up a $320,000 matching gift, which will virtually match your gift. Now, now listen to the cost because it's very meager. It's $128 to rescue one and to get them into the situation with the mission and relief workers where they can take care of them. We reach them. We rescue them, we restore them, which means ultimately put them into training so that they can learn how to make a living. 
through the years now, we have actually got girls and boys that are now leaders in their community. That's how effective it's been. It's miraculous. It works. Love does not fail. We're asking you, if you would, make a $128 gift, which rescues one. It'll be double. You'll rescue two. Would you do that? And I always press and I always will and never apologize for it. If there's any way that you could rescue 10 by giving $1,280, do it. But now it will be 20 rather than 10 because it'll be double. Because others joined together, a group of our friends who just love this outreach said, we'll do this. And this is what the matching gift is that we've been able to bring together. So your gift will be doubled. Would you right now go and get your bank card or go and get your checkbook, write a check to life or Take that bank card and use it like a check. Go online or dial that number that's there. Always right now for prayer. People are calling for prayer. But would you call and turn a prayer line into a lifeline for someone and make the gift God put on your heart and enables you to make? Could you give $1,280? Could you give more? Would you give the 128 knowing what you give will be doubled? We have some gifts we're going to send you that will be a blessing and an inspiration to you. We always want to say thank you. We always want to bless you because you're blessing others by expressing the love of God so freely. Thank you for doing it. Please get up and get the card, go online or make that call and the gift of love. Thank you for doing it. Behind the bright lights, there is a darkness where a world of innocence is lost and abuse runs rampant, scarring the souls of children with no one and nowhere to turn for help. With bodies broken and hopes crushed, these young victims are trapped in a never-ending nightmare. Today, you can shine the light of God's love in this dark world to reach, rescue, and restore these young ones to the life God designed for them to live. With a generous $320,000 matching gift, now your gift of $128 to help rescue a child can be double to help two children. Your $64 gift will be matched to help rescue one child from the horrors of human trafficking. And a $32 mission rescue gift will be doubled to $64. And with your donation of any amount, we'll send you the Promises of Christ gift book filled with beautiful photographs, scriptures, stories, and commentary from James Robison. With your gift of $128 or more, you'll receive the Names of Jesus Throw. This beautifully woven blanket features the names of Jesus in many languages. It'll make a lovely addition to your home and serve as a beautiful reminder and spiritual comfort to the Lordship of our Savior. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,280, which will now help rescue 20 children, and you may request our beautiful new bronze sculpture, Safe in the Shepherd's Arms. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your gift online. Well, from the depth of our hearts, Betty and I say thanks. And uh, the promises of Christ, you're going to enjoy this. What your spiritual inheritance looks like. And we have the beautiful throw and the arms of uh, the shepherd bronze. But also Jenny Allen's book, Made for This. We were made for a reason. We find life when we lose our life living in his kingdom purpose. You say, James, I'm, I'm going to help rescue those who are trafficked. Would you send me that book too? Yes, we will. To say thank you. Please do all you can to help rescue those that so desperately need it. Would you join Betty and me and say thanks to Jenny for being such a blessing? Jenny, we love you.
Thank you. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank all of you for being here. Thank you for watching. Thanks so much for your help. doesn't occur by accident, but by the way of the warrior. Erwin McManus teaches ancient biblical practices to fight for peace next week. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.